Lunch with the Skiavos. Hey, everyone. So today we're going to talk about something we did about, I don't know, four years ago, five years ago, something like that. And、um, it was this crazy, <laughs> it was this crazy experience, but it was good. But、um, it, it, it was crazy, right? Don't you, don't you think? I mean, it was basically like a Juliana idea, which is like,、um, I'm the type of person who I'll read a book and then like I become obsessed with that book for like a month or two. And Chris has to suffer through my obsession with this particular book or this particular subject or this particular thing. And I literally, like, I kind of go overboard. 100%. So, <laughs> so I had read this book and it was called The Magic Art of Tidying Up. And it's written by this woman named Marie Kondo. And she's from Japan. And it's so funny because in the back of my mind, I had been thinking, gosh, you know, I like, I can't stand, you know, our house、uh, in LA was about 1,200 square feet, like 1,100 square feet, something like that. And we had two kids. And so we lived in this small space, and I just I could not like, Function a lot of times. Like, I couldn't cook. I couldn't, you know, just it was so hard to keep that small space with two small kids clean. And so I was thinking, gosh, you know, because I've always loved Japanese culture. I've always loved Japanese cuisine. And I've often watched this、uh, Japanese channel called NHK Worldwide. Remember? Or NHK World. I used to get that in LA. I've got to find it here. But anyway, and、um, I'm really into, and our, in fact, our wedding was Japanese themed. Yes. Yeah, Juliana has a love of all things Japanese, Japanese culture. So she stumbled on this book and it was about like minimalizing your life. Yeah, and I, and I had actually thought, gosh, I want to keep my house the way the Japanese keep their house. Like, how do they keep their homes so clean, you know? So basically, the premise, I mean, the premise is that if you clean out your house and minimalize, then your life will totally change, right? And、um, it sounds silly and everything, but.、Um, Basically, what you do is you literally dump everything you own out on the floor. Yeah, which we did. And we would go through articles of clothing together, and Juliana would hold up、uh, like a shirt, like a polo shirt that I owned. And she was like, What do you think about this? And I'm like, Oh, it's a, it's a nice shirt. It's a nice polo shirt. She goes, Do you love it? And I'm like, Oh, it's nice. I like it. Well, the thing Marie Kondo said is, Does it spark joy? Does it spark joy? Right. And I was like, it's, it's nice. And she goes, but do you love it? <laughs> I, I guess not. In the trash it goes. <laughs> Dong. And we did that with everything everything in the house, every toy, every, you know, whatever. The problem with, for me, like, I actually had some clothes that sparked joy, but I would say I got rid of at least 75% of my wardrobe. But you were getting ridiculous with it. It was like, What do you think about this medication? I'm like, well, I need insulin. I'm a diabetic. But do you love it? Well, I could kind of go into shock and die. I don't really like getting injections. Okay, throw it away. You know, she was like crazy about it. He's not a diabetic, by the way, but I get your point. No, yeah, you I, I went crazy, you guys. I went crazy. Poor Chris. With everything. With everything. Like every spice, every, every utensil, everything in the refrigerator, every cleaning supply, every you know, garage supply. And、um, the problem what happened with Chris, though, is that I had some clothes that I could wear. Like, and like I said, I was down to 75%, <laughs> I was down to 25% of my closet. But poor Chris, <laughs> he literally had. He had He had no clothes left, literally. 
Guys, I had like five shirts left. and No, like, not even five, honey. You had like two and we had to keep washing them. I had two shirts and like no pants. <laughs> and no socks. And no socks. And it was like, holy crap, I can't leave the house. And it was so I mean, funny. I, I love everything I have, but I literally cannot leave the house. And it was so funny because while we were doing it, I was so obsessed that I wasn't really listening to him. But he was saying, you know, honey, like, it seems like we're getting rid of a lot of my clothes. And I'm like, Chris, you don't understand the process. This will change your life, Chris. You don't understand the process. So I'm going on and on. And, um, and like, as we're getting more and more, like, getting rid of more and more, like, trash bags full of his clothes, he's like, honey, I'm not going to have anything left to wear. And I'm like, you are over-dramatizing. Anyway, literally, you guys, he had, like, nothing. Nothing to wear. He had two shirts, I think one pair of pants. So, but it showed that I really, I emotionally, I wasn't really attached to a lot of my clothes. You know, I was really, you know, and the few things I did love, there were very few. So, yeah, I got rid of a lot of stuff, but I had nothing to wear. Yeah, and but you know what was interesting is like just how many clothes you had that you didn't even like care about. Like no. you didn't feel good in those clothes. The one thing I had a hard time letting go of was my Harley Davidson uh, motorcycle jacket. I had a black leather Harley Davidson motorcycle jacket with all the patches, the Harley patches. And I had it for like, I had, at that time, I had it for like 20 years. And, you know, the weird thing was, is I never had a Harley. I, I never even had a motorcycle, but I love this jacket. And, I, you know, it sat in my closet for a long time because I could never really wear it because it was so warm in L.A., and uh, so we went through this process, and Julianne was like, okay, do you love it? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I do, but I don't really wear it. And basically, you know, with her help, I, she got, I think I was holding on to, like, this idea of my past, you know, like being, like, wild and free and stuff. And I have to talk about this motorcycle jacket because when I first met Chris in L.A. a long time ago, he was wearing this jacket, and he would wear this jacket every single day. Well, the funny thing about it is, if you know Chris, that he's not a motorcyclist. <laughs> I'm not. I had a moped once, but that's about it. It didn't really have pedals, so I guess it wasn't a moped. But I, I'm not a motorcycle guy, but I love the jacket. Yeah, and, and he would wear this all the time, but it was just, it had nothing to do with his personality mm-hmm. at all. And um, it was just, I mean, you know, I think it was time to let it go. I mean, you wanted to let go of it. I'm not, you're not, I mean, I didn't make you let go of it. No, I did, but I was hanging on to it. Right. You learn a lot about like stuff that like you hang on to stuff. I, in, your I, mind, in my yeah. mind, I was like, uh, and it's just like a piece of clothes, but I was right. hanging on to it right. for sure. Yeah. Right. But, um, you know, sure enough, like we did this whole crazy thing. And, um, you know, there was a lot of, you also had a lot of, um, what are they, hoodies. Yeah. Hoodies. And I just want to say to the men out there, there's probably a certain age you get to when you probably shouldn't wear a hoodie. Like, I mean, I don't know, like a bulky hoodie. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I had a lot of hoodies and leather jackets and it was stuff like, and yeah, none of the stuff was really me it really. And I just, you know, so I guess but, it's okay to wear a hoodie if you, if that's your personality, Yeah, but it wasn't. Or if you, you know, going to rob something, yes, <laughs> conceal your face. But it was interesting because after we did it, you know, the book is like, oh, your life's going to change. And we were like, eh, nothing's really happening. But then it did. I got this job, this great job that like literally was like right in line with everything that my skills were. And I really had a good time at that job for a while until, you know, I changed and 
the job wasn't, you know, as enjoyable. But for two years, I had a great job. It's true. It did, you know, right after you did that, you got this great job. And we, we, we did feel like really good for a while. Like we were on this high, this like minimalist high for a while. Like we felt light and breezy and we were like floating around because, you know, uh, well, we had nothing to wear. So we were, we were lighter. <laughs> but um, I think we took it a little bit. We were kind of a little too crazy agreed, about it. Agreed. Like people would come over and they would, no matter what the issue was, it was like, yeah, I'm having problems with my boyfriend. We're not communicating. I don't think it's going to work out. And we'd be like, you need to throw stuff out. Like, but it's my boyfriend. No, no, you need to (laughs) throw out everything in your closet. Like we were a little, we were sort of like minimalist uh, evangelicals or something. Yeah. So we came down off that. Yeah. Yeah. But now I feel like we never went back to what we did we were before. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're in the middle now. Although I will say that we 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 live in a our place is a little bit bigger now and when you have the room, you unconsciously start collecting the stuff. So That's true. It probably wouldn't hurt to do it again. Well, like there's this thing called spring cleaning. And we're in the spring. So maybe we should clean, I don't know. I never heard of that. <laughs> you never You're joking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so part of me goes, oh yeah, we'll spring clean. But part of me goes, eh. Yeah, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. So, uh, let us know if you guys ever did the minimalist, uh, thing. I mean, minimalism was really big for a while. You know, people were living in small houses and those, I've I've read that the minimalism thing now is not as popular as it used to be. Maybe because the economy is better. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. People it's have just, money now, more money than yeah, they used to. They can now, buy stuff. Now they're buying stuff. I don't know. It's an interesting thought. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's interesting, but I'd like to hear, or we'd like to hear, you know, did you guys go through the minimizing phase? Because we definitely went through it and it lasted a while. Um, and did you, or do you guys want to go through that phase? So let us know. Yeah. You can contact us on our Facebook page, Lunch with the Schiavos. Uh, we're also on, uh, where else are we on Instagram, Instagram. and, um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. And if you like the show, you know, please, uh, write up a nice little, uh, short little review. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. And, uh, we really love that you guys are listening to the show. We're having a great time. Thank you so much for listening. And, you know, if you do write a review or if you do send us, don't send us any papers because we're just, we're still minimizing yeah. and we don't, we don't want any more papers. Right. Try to keep the review uh, down to about three or four words, too, <laughs> just to reduce the clutter. Just to be a minimalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, so, don't clutter us. But positive words. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sh- I like show. Yeah, I, me like. It sparks joy. <laughs> Therefore, I will keep it. I will keep being subscribed. See, we just wrote the review, so <laughs> it's very easy. So just copy it from us. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks again. Tune in tomorrow and have a great lunch. Bye.